So hello there, welcome, this is Max and you are listening to The Max Jenker Show. In this show, in this episode, what I'll do is I will go over why I think the no-contact rule, the 30-day one, or any sort of time-sensitive no-contact rule is a scam, why people recommend it to you so much, and I'll also put forward at the end when it actually could work and uh, an even better alternative to the whole thing that you really don't want to forget and that you really want to ultimately try out if you're someone who wants to get back with their ex. So, without any further ado, let's get right into it. Now, for those uninitiated, the 30-day no-contact rule is generally peddled as a technique involving ignoring an ex for, you know, 30 days to get them to miss you, to get them to like you more, and then reaching out after those 30 days are over with some canned response or text message, for example. It's a really common scam a lot of people in this industry, sadly, well, fall for. And I was the same way when I was going for my breakup. Like, I'll be honest with you, I had exact same issues. I bought into the exact same scam because it just felt really good to hear someone say that I should be chasing after my ex, even though that was far, far from the truth and what I should be doing. Now, just to be very clear, when I say I am debunking the 30-day no-contact rule, I'm also saying it's the exact same story for the 45 or the 60 or the 90-day no-contact rule, even the 7-day no-contact rule, whatever no-contact rule that is, time-oriented, that is, wait X amount of days, then reach out, all of that is a scam. It's all bullshit. Now, this whole thing is not only a scam that just, you know, just happened. People in this industry keep abusing it time and time again. And they've been doing this shit for years. The only reason you see people on the internet telling you about the magical powers of this 30-day no-contact rule is because, well, they know desperate people will pay a lot for the quick fix. They will pay a lot to hear what they want to hear. And, well, that's exactly what the 30-day no-contact rule accomplishes. No one wants to hear how they should, after a breakup, move on from their ex, especially if they were dumped. And the only time that they should give their ex another shot is when their ex actually reaches out first. No, of course not. People, they want to hear what feels good. Fight for your love. You can save your relationship all by your goddamn self. Strike while the iron is hot. Reach out in X days. Here, here's a happy reminder text template that you can send after X amount of days. Fuck that. Do you see the problem? Yes, it's unethical. Yes, it is pretty sleazy, very slimy. It also is oftentimes very obvious that you're just trying to manipulate your ex, specifically when you lean too much into the whole world of canned responses and pre-prepared text messages. 
And ultimately, more importantly than all of that, probably, is that the 30-day or the X-day no-contact rule is just ineffective. And what I'll do in this episode is I will share the seven reasons why it's so ineffective. Starting with number one, it just hijacks and sabotages the entire process of psychological detachment. Now, hear me out. The theory of the no-contact rule, the psychology behind it, it goes kind of like this. Given your ex space helps you avoid displaying more unattractive behaviors like constantly texting or calling them, begging them to return, showing up at their doorstep unannounced, stuff like that. Now, due to your absence, it also piques your ex's curiosity and it kind of plays on their nostalgia, which in turn actually makes them more likely to miss you and wonder about you and think about you more as a result. And when your ex keeps thinking and ruminating about you, emphasis on keeps, they may become more remorseful about breaking up. And at that point, when they become remorseful enough, maybe they start to grieve even uh, more, maybe their grieving gets more intense, they reach out. And this is your green light for proceeding with the reattraction process, inviting them on a date, and all that good stuff that I already went into way deeper in other episodes of this podcast. But to get to the point, now here's how 30 days waiting and then reaching out actually hijacks your ex's potentially growing attraction, right? So when your ex dumps you, they are subcommunicating that they want space. But instead of giving them space, you, instead of, you know, giving them what they want, letting them return at their own pace, you start bugging them. And exactly what would happen now is you would get the exact same results as before. Drama, you are getting rejected, you're getting maybe friend-zoned, blocked, ignored, all because you just kept doing the same thing over and over again. You weren't giving your ex the space to miss you. You weren't leaving them alone for enough time. I think Corey Wayne, a brilliant life coach that I agree with on a lot of things on certain things in regards to women and pickup, I don't agree with at all. I think it's fucking dumb. But for the most part, he has good advice. And he, probably one of his best advice, is seeing reattraction as baking a cake, right? So you put the cake in your oven and you don't want to keep checking whether the cake is baked or not and opening up that oven because you're going to let the hot air out and the cake will never really start to turn solid and inflate. Same thing with your ex's attraction. If you constantly are reaching out to them and you keep bugging them, you are just giving them too much of your emotional investment at the moment and their attraction is going to deflate. The same way a cake would deflate if you just keep opening the goddamn oven door. Hope that makes sense. The other reason why the 30-day no-contact rule is uh, just doesn't work 
is because it's not only unproven, there's actually a bunch of studies that there's actually a bunch of evidence that is actually that actually disproves it. And if you want to go and check out this evidence, please refer to my article on maxjanker.com, the 30-day no-contact rule. It's basically an article where I debunk the whole thing. Now, all the data on reattraction to kind of sum up all the studies says the following. Pursuing someone who rejects you only perpetuates more rejection. Even worse, this person can then take advantage over codependency and use you for financial or emotional gain. And if they are particularly fucked up, they may even pull pull you into an on-off relationship, a very toxic relationship where there's like a lot of breakups and makeups and it's just a really wrong way to go about approaching romantic relationships. Anyway, third reason the no-contact rule, the 30-day no-contact rule does not work is because it encourages performance. If you're an avid reader of my blog, maxjanker.com, you know I'm a big fan of vulnerability and, well, adhering to tactics like waiting for the days and then reaching out to your ex with some canned line or whatever is the polar opposite of vulnerability. It's a performance behavior, a behavior done specifically to game the other person so we can come out, so we can come out on top. And what tends to happen when a person engages in lots of these behaviors, they start to feel inferior to the other person and they keep overcompensating for their feelings of inferiority by indulging in even more tactics and techniques and ninja tricks and all that good stuff. And what does that that do? Well, it just perpetuates the cycle. It just makes you run in circles in terms of the more you perform, the less word you feel, the less word you feel, the more you perform. After a couple of weeks, after this kind of self-torture, this kind of treatment, you usually, on average person at least, um, at least, really breaks down their self-esteem, they lower it, and they just generally feel way sadder, they're way more upset, they're way more emotionally volatile, and they get needier, none of which helps you get back with an axe, let alone keep them. The fourth reason the 30-day no-contact rule sucks is because it diverts your focus from things that matter. This is a very simple one. Basically, the average people who use the 30-day no-contact rule get so obsessed about hitting that 30-day mark or that X-day mark, right, where they earn the permission to reach out to their ex, that that's all they think about. And as a result, they hardly put any effort into self-improvement you know, the thing that actually matters when you're trying to get back with your ex. Because if you don't overcome or learn how to manage better the underlying issues that brought your relationship to its end in the first place, well, you're just going to keep making the same mistakes in your next relationship with your ex and then the next one and the next one with them or someone else and you're just going to keep getting the same result. That's why it's always best if you couple any sort of time-based no-contact with genuine self-improvement. However, that's usually not enough because you don't want to stick to a, as I said, a 
time period in which you essentially stay put and do not contact your ex. Again, yes, you can improve yourself and grow as a person while you are dating your ex. You can do it sometimes in 40 days, even. However, most of the time, that shit just does not fly. Anyway, reason number five, the no contact rule doesn't work, it makes you more irritating. It's annoying and predictable, to put it another way. Like, your ex eventually will figure out that you're just just going to reach out every 30 days or so, regardless of what they do. Uh, Put differently, they know that they will receive their unearned dose of affection and approval without really doing much. So, no shit that your ex won't appreciate it when you just give them your attention like that. You're literally being a simp in this case. And even worse, reaching out after after 30 days or so, it just implies to your ex that you see them on a pedestal, that you foster low self-esteem to begin with, that you want to prove yourself to them. That's why you're chasing all the damn time. And, I mean, otherwise, why contact someone who expressed that they don't want to actually give you a time of day? And look, we can go even deeper. Following the 30-day no-contact rule, it just makes your ex feel as though your whole life revolves around them. And the minute, and the minute, your ex starts to suspect you chose them over yourself in this broad, broad value-based way, you lose them. Let me repeat that again, because it's very important. The minute your ex starts to suspect or starts to feel that you chose them over yourself, to put it a better way, that you chose to make them happy instead of making yourself happy and fulfilled, you're gonna lose them, because that's not attractive, that's not a mature thing to do, and usually it just pisses everyone off. Be be it a romantic partner, a date, a friend, a family member. Reason number six, the no contact rule, is so sucky is because it's just disrespectful. Okay, hear me out for a minute. When your ex dumped you, they have insinuated that they want space and wish that, basically, they wish that they want nothing to do with you. Fair enough. We already know that. However, here's the cool, not the cool part, the annoying part. When you start bugging them by reaching out, despite their desire for space away from you, you are insinuating back, fuck you, I want you back right now at my pace and I don't give two shits about what you want. You're essentially disrespecting their decision to leave, you are completely disregarding their desire for space, and figuratively, you're kind of spitting in their face, you know, and that's not a good way to approach your relationships. Finally, the last reason contacting your ex after 30 days sucks is because most of the time, it just is going to upset them. Like, here, here, take this example, for example. Ha! When we think of something funny, like a puppy dog wearing a dinosaur costume, we experience an array of feel-good emotions attached to that mental image. Your ex goes through, by the way, very a very similar process 
when they hear from you. They also construe this mental image in their mind. The difference, however, is that this image of you, as opposed to our dog that I mentioned just earlier, is tied to a shit ton negative emotions of painful emotions, of sadness, of grief, of anger, maybe depression, who knows, anxiety, resentment, I have no idea. But that's the reason, those are the reasons, the 30-day no-contact rule, as well as the 60, 90, 45, whatever, under the sun, the active no-contact rule, for God's sake, that's why these techniques are very ineffective However, that being said, there are some cases where they do work. Now, these cases are few and far in between, but I found till now two where this kind of a approach is actually valid. And these two cases are when your ex broke with you in the heat of the moment, so they really didn't mean it, they didn't think it through, they didn't think through anything in those cases, waiting X amount of days and then reaching out could work uh, in terms of getting back together. Or when your ex is still dramatically attached to you and is merely mustering up the courage to reach out um, by, by their own accord. Again, you could play your cards right and let them reach out at their own accord, like when they want exactly, but if your ex is already kind of dead set on reaching out at some point, yet maybe you do it like a week earlier before they do it, uh, it's also totally fine. You can rekindle such a relationship. Now, even if you are caught in the any of these two scenarios, right, I would still argue don't break, no contact, let your ex reach out because if they dumped you, it's fair. Not from a stance of manipulation, not from a stance of power play, just from a simple stance of ethics. If they chose to end a relationship, it's fair that they choose to try and rekindle it, not you. That, I think, is the smartest approach you can take. And fine, the 30 eggs day, whatever, no contact rule, it doesn't work. Cool. What's the alternative? Well, you've probably heard me babble about this a lot of the times already, but just for those who are maybe unaware of what I preach, I preach and stand for something called indefinite no contact. This is basically when you break up with your ex, regardless of who dumped who, um, you should just move on with your life. You should get it over with. You should, you should find someone else. If your ex ever reaches out in the future, that's the point where you try to get them on a date, where you initiate a conversation, and when you ultimately initiate the reattraction process. That's how I would approach reattraction, and that's how I would approach no contact. Hope that made sense, and I'll see you in the ne- next episode. So take care.